Hey, I am Mustafa Sharif. Thank you so much for listening to Urbanistica podcast. In this episode, I am alone. I don't have any guests. I will talk about how you can create a better relationship with your city. So I will share my story and my philosophy about how do I experience the city? How do I maintain my relationship with the city? So I hope you will get inspired and please don't forget to follow Instagram subscribe the youtube channel and share the podcast with your friends if you like it just if you like it well the background to my passion about the city started already when i was kid originally i'm from iraq in baghdad due to the situation in the country because of the many wars because of the dictatorship and now recently because of al-qaeda me and my family were moving all the time. So we didn't actually settle down for some years in one city. So we were always moving from one to another city in Iraq, in Syria, in Iran, and then moving here to Sweden. So back in the Middle East, it was due to the, to the war, to the terrorism, and so on. But here, when I moved to Europe, it's more because of the study, job, career, and so on. So when I was a child, seven years old, it was my first year at school, and we already moved to another city. In my second year of school, we moved to another city, and so on. So we keep living in one city for one, two years and moving, in some cities for a few months and moving. So in every city, I had some special feeling. Some cities I had a good feeling for. Some other cities I didn't really like it so much. From that time, I started to question myself why I like some cities and why I do not do that for the other cities. I tried to analyze, like already that time when I was seven, eight years old, some of cities because of the food, some of the cities because of the people that were welcoming us, because of the taxi driver that driving us to the place. There were really like simple stories that I associate cities with. And then I categorize cities if I like the city or if I don't like the city. But I remember also when I was like, when I was young, now I'm 26, so I don't know if young means like young, young or I should say when I was a child, but anyway, it's after high school, I started to play GTA and it had really big impact on me, positive impact. For people that don't know GTA, GTA is it's a video game that you control a person and then you need to do some missions in the city, create relationships and so on. So it's basically like, like an, an, a normal city that you move in the city take public transportation, drive a car, eat, and so on. So it's really fun, really cool game. This video game gave me like a big opportunity to experience some things in the city. Because back in time, I were not able to drive, I didn't have a motorbike, and my family didn't allow me to go far away from the place that we were staying at. And it's due to the safety in the city. I had many ideas in my mind theories that I wanted to experience and experiment. So GTA was like a kind of kickoff for me. So I was trying to see what if I take car from A to B? What if I drive? What if I have a, what if I sell ice cream 
in the waterfront or in the neighborhood? What is the difference? So it was a kind of a lab, a city lab for me, going around, experience it digitally. I developed some of my skills about cities. Then we moved to Sweden. My family moved to Sweden. And here I started to study in the south of Sweden in a, a university called Lund. I studied uh, engineering and architecture. And then I moved to Stockholm to study urban planning and design and also Milano. So I have been in so many different cities and with different scales, population. For instance, from uh, 150,000, like in the south of Sweden, in Helsingborg city, up to Baghdad with 8 million, Stockholm 1 million, Milano 1.5. And also traveling to different cities and settling there for one month, one week. So totally now I visited 50 different cities in Middle East, but also here in Europe. As I mentioned in the beginning, for me, cities get in one category. Either I like it or not so much. But this was when I was a child. Now for me, I develop my skills and it's about good cities, like every city is a good city if you really explore and experience it. So now I grew up, I became an urban planner and my passion, I'm so passionate about cities, I'm in love with the city. So that's why I call it a relationship with a city. I believe it's a kind of love relationship between me and the city that I'm living in. To start the relationship with the city, I, I divide places in the city to two different categories. The first one is the visible places. And the second one is the hidden, the invisible places. The visible places is about the very famous places in the city that you can f visit. For instance, it could be the main square, it could be the church, the mosque, the market, the museum, this famous restaurant, the river, the bridge. So these landmarks are the visible, which means also it's very visible for the people that living in the city and also for the people that coming from outside the city. Because especially nowadays, you can read about every city in the internet and see like top places to visit, top activities top 10 activities to do, and many people writing blogs and so on. So there are some very, very visible places and activities that you can visit and do in the city. So for me, first thing is that to, to figure out what are the, the these visible places and also to understand how they function with each other in the city. I learn about, in, in generally, like roughly about the opening hours, if there is a public transportation close to them, what are the different facilities when I'm going out with my friends, my family, with my co-workers. So usually I need to understand how they function. What do I need if I, if I want to go from place A to B? How do I do it? When should I do it? And why should I do it? These visible places have their own systems that I'm always trying to understand and learn about because it helps me when I want to move from A to B. And then it comes to the hidden places. And these hidden places you cannot really see, like obviously, that's why I call them hidden. These hidden places or activities 
you find when you experience the city when you go out to the city when you walk when you bike when you take your friend it's about experiencing the city by yourself exactly how it's about the relationship to the other person you need to spend time with you need to do different activities to see the different aspects of this person so it's the same the same thing with the city you need to to spend time in the city to experience it to do different things every time like when i move to a city and i live in i settle down i'm trying to experience it i'm trying to talk to the people there try the food the shops and so on just in order to create an image about what are the other hidden elements in the city for instance i can like tell you some of my what do you call it list that i do every time i move to a new city in number one it's a bathroom i need to figure out where are the different bathrooms located because usually i spend all my time in the city and i need it especially also as i mentioned when i am out with my friends family it's always someone needs to go to the bathroom i really don't like the idea of okay let's go back relax go to bathroom I, let's go back home relax go to the bathroom and then we continue our journey in the city i believe this create a kind of gap in the experience that we having in the city so that's why i always want to figure out where are the the bathrooms in the in the city so public bathrooms you know some of them are clean some of them are dirty i'm also trying to find the bathroom private bathroom that i can get access to they are not public for instance like bathroom in the restaurant bathroom in the theater houses cinemas bathroom in some like offices i am trying to map where are the bathroom that i can get into if i like uh, smile or just ask in a really friendly way and it always works some bathroom like you know some restaurants they give a code to you to go to the bathroom so if one time i eat in this restaurant I, and i get the code i save it on my in my mobile phone so in the future i don't really need to like sit down eat so much just in order to get the code i just can go there ask and so on so bathroom is a really important thing for me to map in the city to find where are these bathrooms located and then i look for places that i can indoor places that i i can meet my friends without the need of consuming it means that i don't need to pay in order to be there and nowadays we have a big problem with that if you want to meet friends indoor somewhere like not at your place not at home but like out out in the city so you need to sit in a cafe restaurant or other places you cannot just be indoor somewhere without paying and also it's uh, due to that people that running this place they need money in order to maintain the place so it's a, it's also a system but there are some spots in the city indoor that you can be there with your friends without the need to pay for instance i can tell you like here in stockholm i go to the library in order to meet my friends without the need to pay something or in the theater house like art galleries usually the entrances they have a really big reception and a very beautiful place to sit so these uh, spots are very important for me to find more spot is where are the the hidden bars very cool bar with a very fantastic interior design cool bartender 
that usually gives you this special feeling about enjoying the night, going out, having drinks. And same thing with the clubbing also. You need to like what are the different clubs? There are there are some, you know, big clubs, crowded, they're very special clubs. And also these special shops in the city that's selling very interesting, very special products it could be like for food or like a normal other product so these are also some of the hidden elements that i'm always trying to find well to sum up my philosophy about the city is that you need to spend time with this with your city you need to to explore your city in order to understand it you cannot just rely on the public square and the church and the palace and the museum and that's it because this is not the city the city is much more bigger there are so many different functions in it uh, that you need to to see and explore in order to decide if you like the city or not in order to feel good or not because it helps you a lot if you find something that you like in a city this gives you energy and motivation to stay in the city and to have a good perception about this city so this is basically my understanding about my relationship with the city it's about spending time and figuring out the hidden spot for instance many of the hidden spots like there are some cool as well like where is the perfect spot to make a cool instagram picture because i get many visitors my friends from the different countries they when they visit me they always want to have some cool picture so they can post it in their social media and i give them some spot that in the background you can see a beautiful view of the city or like a very iconic place of this city there also could be romantic places that you take your boyfriend girlfriend it's due to the season if it's winter so you go to one specific place if it's summer you go to another place so you also spot where are the cool romantic places in your city so a city is very interesting very joyful and my my perception about home and city is i think it's a bit <laughs> interesting my the place that i'm staying at i don't call it home for me like all the city is my home so I don't see there is a, a home for me and then there is a city. No, everything is one. So my day is shared between city and home, not two parts. Like not part one, I am staying at my place, let's say in my flat, or actually I'm not living in a flat. I am living in a, a basement now with a family, cool family. So they are renting out their basement. So now I'm living in 19 square meter. So this is just one function of my daily life. Usually I spend all my time in the city and my place is for some function. I come back to sleep, to wash my clothes and change and that's it. So it's not so much to do in that place. And also I think it's due to the size of this place. If it was bigger, so maybe I will be able to do some other activities. But I don't think so because like it's special for me. I really like cities and I really like to spend time in the city. So my daily life basically starts from 7 in the morning. I, I go to my work and I work until 4 p.m. And after that, just a whole new day starts for me, like from p.m. up to the 11. So every day I have two days in one day. Eight hours is the working hours, and then eight hours is the after work hours. Uh, when I finish my job every day, I go out even for like either for meeting friends, uh, go to cinema, 
just having a walk or doing some volunteering with uh, some cool people together and experience more the city. And then I come home 11 usually every day. So big part of my life is in the city. And that's how I look at it at, as a big system. As I told you, I don't see there is a, a flat or there is a basement that I'm living in and there is a city. No, everything to me is one. This helps me a lot also to meet new people, to experience more parts of the city. It's really interesting. And, and also when I am thinking about the visible places and the hidden places, each of them has a system, their own system. For instance, a museum has their its own system. Like you should think about the timing, if there is a public transportation there or not. So every place has its own story. Like if you go to a nightclub, okay, this nightclub closed at this time and at this time there are no there is no public transportation so you either you need to take a taxi or walk let's say so many meters to reach the first public transportation when it's open like the first bus station or metro station or if you go to a park and then this park uh, the first bus station is that far from the the heart of the park so also you need to think about so every place has its own system and for me it's important to connect the system together to understand if i want to go from point a to b what do i need to do or and when do i need to do it and how should i do it in order to have this good experience and not struggling with the public transportation or with the opening hours because all these things change your experience about the city so in order to have a good experience you need to understand how the different systems works and of course technology can help us a lot you can easily do all this calculation about timing transportation with google maps but what i mean is your own understanding of these systems because google maps or the other application cannot really design a great experience or journey for you it's up to you it's based on you what you like to do and in order for you to create a good journey or to plan a new journey you need to understand how the different places how these different systems function and function in relation to each other so you need to have this image and linking together the different systems so you know okay after visiting the museum i go to the park to eat and then i take a walk so it's up to you and it's you who creating this journey by understanding the systems and especially here for me i really like to like to move in the city i like to eat here to go to spend time there to walk on the uh, next to the river and then to sit down a bit in the library maybe and then to go for this art gallery and so on the, this uh, disturbed my friends actually so much because for them they are different journeys in that can be in different days this day you go to the art gallery the next day you go to this restaurant to eat but for me actually i see it as a one as i mentioned and there is no barriers in time or mental barriers or physical barriers. So, so I look at the city as just one big home that I can just move from A to B without any problems. Just I need to figure out the best timing and the best way to do it. So basically this was how do I create a good relationship with the city that I'm living in and also how do I maintain it. So it's about 
being a brave to explore your city because a city is much more than the main square, the main, the central station. And be brave to talk to people actually to in the places that you're visiting. People are very happy to talk, very happy to share their stories, especially stories related to the place. So just ask them, chat with them, and this will give you possibility to create a new friends, possibility for you to learn about other places, about culture, and even maybe in the future you you will find business opportunity, you can have a good career, or even you move and live there. So, and the third thing is about spending time and energy to understand how your city functions. You cannot just complain about your city if you didn't spend time and if you didn't explore it. Because every city has something to offer. Parks, green spaces, festivals, bars, nightclubs, many interesting things. But some of them, as I mentioned, are visible. Some of them are not visible. And it's up to you if you want to find the beauty of the city. So you need to really look for it. Because in some cities, you cannot just find it. You need to put some energy and time. So I hope you got inspired by this. And good luck with your relationship with your city. And let's keep in touch. Please don't forget to follow on Instagram and subscribe the YouTube channel for live talks. If you have any great story that makes our city smarter, please contact me. Urbanistica podcast is being produced in collaboration with Landscapes Laget that working with landscape architecture, urban planning and design based in Stockholm. I am Mustafa Sharif. Keep up the good work. Keep loving cities.